Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. I am now in Costa Rica, and so you might hear birds chirping outside or thunder. It is rainy season here, so there's some thunder in the distance. I don't know if you can hear that. Anyhow, on my way here, I had five days in Los Angeles. Guess what? My bag got lost. My kettlebell, well, it was my kettlebell, so luckily it could have been a different bag of mine, but nonetheless, that was lost and I lost my passport. So I had to travel on my Canadian passport and I just found out that my US passport has now been found. So we are on our way to being back in action in that department. But just to say like the last week has been super hectic and there's it's felt like a whirlwind of just shit happening like so much shit happening and then somehow it's all been able to work out so i don't know how your week is going but if you feel me on that then i hear ya i know how it feels sometimes life can get a little bit crazy but i guess that's just part of life right like learning how to just go with the flow and not get so stressed during stressful situations because they can be super overwhelming Anyways, I am here in Costa Rica and I will say that I did not travel light because I don't know exactly how long I'm going to be here for, but also after being here last year at the beginning of the pandemic and the borders shut down because of COVID, so I ended up being here for eight months, which was not in my plans at all, I feel like I sort of have this little bit of trauma now where... I mean, everything worked out as it always does. I think just that, let's just say that first and foremost, but I still, it wasn't easy getting all of my Dexcom stuff and everything. And so now I travel pretty heavy in the diabetes department. Like my whole entire carry-on suitcase was just packed with diabetes supplies. And then part of my check-in luggage also had a few extra diabetes things like pen needles and lancets and just little things that I know for sure that I can get here if I need them. But all of my insulin, my pump stuff, my Dexcom stuff, I traveled with I probably have like four or five months worth of supplies in that bag because I just you never know right like who would have said there's going to be a pandemic you're going to be in Costa Rica for eight months like if someone had said that I would have been like you're out of your mind but just anything could happen right and I think it's just important 
to keep that in mind, obviously, when we are getting ready to travel. And that's why I want to do this episode today because traveling can be, I mean, it is stressful. It's stressful for most people, but it can be especially stressful when it comes to diabetes as well. And I honestly, it's just, I get so stressed out. I don't know. Do you get stressed out too when you're traveling? Like as soon as I start packing things and already the diabetes brain is trying to remember so many things. And then when you're going to a foreign country for a period of time, I feel like I get this anxiety, just, you know, do I have everything? What about this? Did I forget something? And so, yeah, with traveling, starting again in some places, not everywhere, but hopefully soon, I think it's important that we cover just some ways that we can make traveling with diabetes a little bit easier. And this topic might feel a little weird because when you think of, you know, pre-boarding with a disability, first of all, you probably don't see diabetes as a disability, neither do I. And then second off, you probably think, well, I'm taking away from those people who really do need that extra help getting on the plane. You know, like I'm an able person. I can do all these things, but so like why should I have, why should I pre-board my flight early? Why should I use that? And I'm going to just tell you that I, if you do feel this way, I felt that way for so long. And there's a couple of reasons why you might want to consider pre-boarding. Obviously, it's totally up to you, but I'm just going to give you my take on it. And also, if you do decide to ever try pre-boarding or if that's something that interests you, this is exactly what we're going to cover today, like how to go around doing it so that you can feel totally confident and good about what you're doing. Because maybe you don't even know that that's a thing. Maybe you don't know that you do have the ability to board the plane before everyone else because of diabetes. So let's dive in. If you currently want to lose weight, then you probably already know that a calorie deficit is the only way that fat loss is possible. And you probably also know that because your body is individual, so are the amount of calories it requires per day. But you might not know just how many calories you should actually be eating in order to achieve your weight loss goal. And if you're interested in discovering how many calories and macros, so macros are the amount of protein, carbs, and fat that your body needs individually, I've put together a tool that will help you. So this tool is completely free. I'm so excited to share it with you. Just go to tajakato.com forward slash calories to calculate your calories and macros for fat loss. Also linking to this in the show notes. For years, I did not even know that we, as people living with diabetes, have the ability to board a flight early because of diabetes. I had no idea until one of my friends talked about it, and I was like, what? And then after he said that, yeah, he always pre-boards early, 
I felt a little, I was like, oh, like I didn't say this out loud, but in my head I was like, mm, I don't know if I would do that because I had those feelings of like, I don't, first of all, I don't see diabetes as a disability. And second of all, like, yeah, there's other people that probably need it more than me. So why should I take that from them? Um, and also if I think about it, like way back in the day, had I have known that that was a thing, that I had the ability to, to pre-board early, I probably would have just not wanted to do it because it's it's one thing, I don't know, I used to just feel so ashamed of diabetes and it's it can be a little bit awkward. I'll tell you my experiences, it, not all the time, but it, like just thinking back in, back in the day of when I was like super ashamed of diabetes, I didn't want anyone to know. So if I pictured myself saying to someone that I wanted to pre-board because of diabetes or a disability, I, there's just no way that I would have done that. But I got over that hump thanks to you guys. I've really, you know, now I'm in a place where I can totally accept diabetes, but it wasn't always that way. And I've also come to the realization that it can be very helpful, very beneficial, and it can actually take some of the stress off of traveling because I do get a little bit stressed out. And there has been numerous times when, and maybe this has happened to you before, where you board your flight or you're getting ready to board your flight and say you're in group three and the flight is completely full and so you're one of the last people to board it and they say to you, sorry, there's no more space in the overhead compartments. We're going to have to check your bag. And if your bag is full of diabetes supplies, like what if you need something that's in that bag? Or worst case, because I've just gone through the whole situation with the airline losing my kettlebell, what if that was my bag full of diabetes supplies? What if I did not ask to pre-board early and they had to check that bag because the flight was full and then they lost my diabetes supplies and here I am going to a foreign country I need, that's my life, you know? I can't, it's not like we can just live without the supplies that we need. Our life is dependent on our insulin and our, you know, just everything that we really rely on. And obviously, it's a good idea to split up your supplies because I always do carry half of my insulin and everything in my backpack. But I can't fit all of that stuff just in my backpack when I'm leaving the country for a long period of time. And when I'm carrying five months worth of supplies, I really do need all of that backup stuff. And I don't, I can't risk it getting lost. So I've really come to the realization that having the ability to pre-board your flight early is actually something that is super helpful and it's something that we should have the right to do and I don't think that it's taking away from somebody else who needs that someone who you know may be in a wheelchair or really needs that help because you're not taking the place of someone you're just you know the whole thing is that you are able to board the aircraft before the masses of people, you know, so that you can have the space in the overhead and make sure that your medication is on that plane with you. So that's the whole idea around it, in my opinion, and that is what I'm going to stick with. So that's why I think it can be very helpful. So if you are interested in pre-boarding your flight early, 
due to diabetes, this is what you're going to do. You don't need to make any fancy phone calls ahead of time. Here is what you're going to do. You are going to just go through, you know, the check-in process. You're going to go through TSA, all of that kind of stuff as normal. As soon as you get to your gate and there is a gate personnel there, you are going to tell them that you need to pre-board your flight early due to a disability. And you don't even need to disclose the disability because it's, I think it's illegal to disclose that. And I think it's illegal for them to even ask. So you don't need to say anything if you don't want to. And that's really it. They will just say, okay, no worries. Like when the pre-boarding is called, you'll just get in line and that's it. They usually are not going to question you. There was one time that I was in the line to board my flight early. And of course it was with mothers with their strollers and their babies and then people in wheelchairs. And I, the woman <laughs> was questioning me like, this is pre-boarding. This is a line for pre-boarding. And I was like, yes. And she's like, okay. And you could tell that she was sort of maybe thinking that I was lying about it. And it got really awkward because then she was like, so you're saying that you need extra time to get on the plane? And she was like looking me up and down. And of course, I look normal because diabetes is an invisible illness. It made me feel so awkward that the second, but I, I was like, yep, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. I didn't even, you know, at that point, I'm like, I'm not even going to go into the whole diabetes thing. But after that, I found myself on my last flight, <laughs> I kind of found myself stuttering and saying just, I need to, you know, like pre-board early, blah, blah, blah. But they're usually so good about it. It doesn't even matter. But if you do feel kind of awkward, you can even say, hey, like, I need to pre-board early due to a disability. I have type 1 diabetes, so I just need to make sure that my bags are close with me, like in the in the overhead compartment because it has all of my medication, but I don't need any extra time or I don't need any assistance getting onto the plane. You could say that if you want. And honestly, I really do truly feel like people who make a deal about it or maybe they do feel like you're lying because you're not disclosing something, you know, it's it's just it's so rude, but also it's a reflection of how people feel about themselves. It's a reflection of their own life. It really truly has nothing to do with you or the fact that you are, you know, doing something because you're not doing anything wrong and you have every right to be in line and make sure that your life-saving medication is with you at all times. And so I think if people do, you know, they're not really understanding, it's obviously they don't understand. And that and their the way they handle that is just a reflection about how they feel about themselves and their own life and just keep being strong and don't let that behavior get to you, even though it can be a little bit awkward if that ever does happen to you. But again, most cases, you should not run into any problems. People are usually very understanding about it. And on that note too, I think that it's becoming more of a thing that diabetes or medical devices, just all of this stuff that can be a little bit awkward when you're traveling, I really truly feel like it's there's more awareness 
being spread throughout the airports. And I think it's a slow process, but it is happening. And I will tell you that for the first time in 31 years of traveling, I experienced the um, most amazing time going through the airport. And this was in Phoenix, Arizona. This has never happened to me before, not even previous times flying from Arizona. But they have a whole, or at this one particular airport, it was new. They had a whole like new process of going through TSA where you did not have to take out your laptop. So I think their scanners might have been different. And then also one of the questions they asked you when going through was, are you wearing any medical devices? Which felt so good because for the first time, I didn't have to say and explain myself and be like, I need to request a hand pat down because of my medical device and then show them my insulin pump and they'd be like, what's that? And then you're like type 1 diabetes and just the whole rigmarole, it made it so easy and so it just felt so good. So I think and hopefully I'm right that at a lot more airports, they'll ask these questions and it's just becoming more of a thing. So fingers crossed on that. Lastly, I do want to just mention that there are some other services that may be helpful if you are traveling with diabetes. One of them is called TSA Cares. I have not used that service myself, but I do know people who have used it and it might be something that you might want to check out. I will link to it in the show notes, but basically with TSA Cares, I believe that it allows you to go through TSA with someone who is there with you, I think, and you can keep your juice boxes on you and you don't, it just makes the whole process a lot easier. Um, that's what I've heard. I've also heard stories where it didn't really make it easier, but I think the whole idea around it is that you can get through security a lot faster without having to throw away your juice boxes or stuff like that, that you need. And I've also never tried this before, but you may be able to check with your airline. This is something that I heard from a friend of mine and she said that you might be able to, like if you have a bag full of your insulin and medication, that bag may be considered not as a personal item or a carry-on bag. It just might be like an extra thing that you have to have. So you can still bring your personal item and your carry-on as well as that bag with your medication. I'm not sure the details on that, but you could definitely check with your airline on that because having a third bag and not having to pay for it because it carries all of your supplies would be totally awesome, especially if you are traveling with a bunch of stuff. All right, so that is it, but I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your own experiences and even past experiences. Like, have you ever used TSA Cares? Do you know anything about bringing extra baggage? Do you pre-board early? Like, what have your previous experiences been like? And also, if you do decide to try pre-boarding early because it can make life a whole lot easier, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what it was like. Was it awkward? Did they take it well? Like, I want to know. Because honestly, when I did have a shitty experience, I was really glad that my boyfriend was there so that we could talk about it and laugh about it and it made me feel a little bit less alone. But if you are traveling by yourself and you go through something where you feel judged and you feel like people don't get diabetes and it kind of makes you feel alone – that's not a very fun feeling. So 
if you've had a shitty experience, I'm here. I want to hear about it. You can talk to me. I'm like, it's, it just makes it feel, it makes you feel so much better when you are able to share because it's like, we truly get it and you are not alone. So I'm here. My DMs are always open. You can find me on Instagram at Taja Kato, and I will see you back here next week. I love you. And I hope that this episode was helpful to you. I will talk to you very soon. Bye for now.